Hey, it's Jonathan Brocious. Let's pray together. A quick note before we jump into the podcast today. If you're enjoying this, would you mind subscribing on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts? Right now I'm sending out two emails through the Substack system. One has the text and one has the audio for people. And most of you are listening through that email with the audio. And I'd really like to get away from sending out two emails to everybody every day and clogging up everybody's email inbox. So if you could help me out by subscribing on Spotify or through the Apple Podcasts app, then that makes it so that I don't have to send out that second email and blow up everybody's inbox. Let's jump in. It is necessary to pass through many troubles on our way to the kingdom of God. Acts 14, 22. My wife loves to garden. Everything about it makes her happy. She loves to be outside in the sun, tending her plants. Weeding is actually therapeutic for her. There's nothing more exciting for her than to see a new plant bud and grow and thrive. She loves to pick her produce. The problem with this is that a garden requires a lot from me. I'm the one that has to till it. I'm the one that has to put up the deer fence. I have to get my hands messy, which I absolutely despise. I know it's not very manly, but it's true. I hate dirty hands. Plus, plants are itchy. I often remind her, you know, Aldi has really inexpensive vegetables. But I do it. I'm working on learning to enjoy it. I can't say that I'm perfect at it, but I'm getting better, and I really try to work on my attitude. Instead of letting my bad attitude get the better of me, I try to relax and enjoy the sunshine and the peace and the quiet. Why do I do this? Well, two reasons. Number one, I like a happy wife. Things are just a lot better when we have a good garden. When the garden is doing well, the Brocious family is doing well. Number two, I love the salsa that Johanna makes. I'm thinking about the salsa for three months during gardening season. I'm thinking about it from the moment the tiller hits the soil until we're pulling out tomatoes and peppers from the garden. I'm tasting the salsa. I'm craving it. It's delicious. I know I tease my wife about the cheap vegetables at Aldi, but I don't know that the salsa would taste as good if we made it with store tomatoes. Honestly, the fresh tomatoes are incredible. The jalapenos are amazing. Johanna recruits the children to chop vegetables and then mixes about five gallons of salsa. I can pull out a bag of corn chips and just sit for hours at the counter. Honestly, I think I could even skip the corn chips and just use a spoon. The salsa is that good. When I taste the salsa, I forget about all the blisters and the itchy plants. It's all worth it. The fact is that anything good in life involves suffering. My garden is a pretty silly example. I'm not really suffering, but the lesson still applies. You want to get fit? There's going to be some pain. The weights and the running and the walking aren't easy. You're going to be sore. You'll sweat, but it's worth it. You want to get out of debt? There's going to be some pain. There's going to be times that you have to tell yourself no. There's going to be fun nights that you have to miss out on. There's going to be restaurants you don't visit. There's going to be a group of friends that are going on a cool trip and you say no. Why? You're paying off debt and getting financially stable. You want to have a good marriage? You're going to have to think of your spouse before yourself. You're going to have to garden. You're going to have to make sacrifices. Everything seems to require some kind of pain. So why do we think that our walk with God is any different? Why do we think that we just get to follow God and all of a sudden have a pain-free existence? It's just not true. In fact, as you read the New Testament, you begin to realize that suffering is directly linked to our spiritual growth. We've talked about James 1 a a bunch of times, talking about how hard times purify us and perfect us. Another passage that is pretty similar is Acts 14.26. Paul and Barnabas were missionaries running all over the known world planting churches. In Acts 14, they are headed back to Antioch, one of the home bases of the early church. On their return trip, they are stopping by all of the churches they started. At each one, they encouraged all the people and preached a sermon to them. And we have one line of that sermon left. 
All it says is that it is necessary to pass through many troubles to enter the kingdom of God. That's it. That's their message. And it makes one think. As I look backward on my life, I realize it's completely true. The times that I grew most were when I was suffering the most. I grew a lot closer to God when my mother-in-law was dealing with cancer. That was the same time that Johanna and I were about out of money and moved back to Illinois. It wasn't a great year, but we both grew a ton in our faith. My experience with the foster care system has been hard. I can't, I can't write or speak publicly about a lot of what's happened, but it's been one of the hardest things I've ever done, and I've grown a lot closer to God. Recently, when I was thinking about the link between suffering and spiritual growth, I realized I needed to pray a prayer. It's one of those prayers that makes you gulp before you pray it. Here was the prayer. It was, Lord, I want to grow spiritually and do whatever you need to do in my life to make that happen, even if it involves suffering. I'll be honest, I couldn't get to the point where I purposely asked God to send more suffering so I could grow more. I'm, I'm just not that excited about suffering, but I do want to grow. I understand that there's a 99.9% chance that growing in the Lord will require me to suffer. The question is this, do I want God so badly that I'm willing to pay that price? To be even more honest, this is a prayer I'm praying over my church right now. If you're an attendee of New Hope, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to stop praying it. We all want the good things that God has to give. We all want love. We all want joy. We all want peace. But are we willing to pay the price and are we willing to suffer? I'd encourage you to pray that prayer. But think first. Do you really mean it? Here's the prayer. Lord, I want to grow spiritually. Do whatever you need in my life to make that happen even if it involves suffering. A couple questions. Do you want God to move in your life? How badly? How badly do you want that? And the next question, what price are you willing to pay? Thanks for joining me. We'll see you next time as we pray together. 